can start scared and you can start messy, but you are never going to achieve the change that you want to in your life if you don't start at all. And that voice in your head that's trying to hold you back, that's trying to keep you comfortable, it's not helping you move forward in your life. And if you don't want to look back 5, 10, 15 years from now, thinking, oh goodness, like where did my life go? Like I wish I would have done that. Just jump. Just jump. Take the leap of faith. Do the thing that you've been thinking about doing. Do the thing that really fucking scares you. Do the thing that you know can change your life, but you're terrified to do it. Invest in yourself. You're worthy and deserving. Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder of the Join Jessica XO social platform, weight loss influencer, recovered binge eater, motivational speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. I am obsessed with helping women create that unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a pep talk that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's get started. What is up, my loves? Welcome back to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Can you believe we're at episode 40? Well, actually, I should have checked before I'm saying that. I'm 99.8% sure this is episode 40. Holy crap. Thank you so much for being here, for being a loyal listener. I love you guys more than you even know. And if this is your first episode, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. I hope that you truly love the inspiration and teachings that you find on this podcast. It is quickly, very, very quickly becoming my favorite place to show up. And guys, I am so excited because there are going to be some major major, major, I'm so excited, major shifts happening in my life in the next four to six weeks. And I just, I'm just, uh, I don't want to keep it a secret, but I have to keep it a secret for now. But I'm just so incredibly excited for what is coming for my future. And the reason that I am here and that I share on this platform the way that I do in any of my platforms, any of my programs, the reason that I'm here sharing the way that I am is to show you what is possible for your life. If you will commit to doing the things that you said you were going to do and following through for yourself, literally sis, your entire life can change your entire life. It can change. You can, you can feel great. You can be healthy. You can be happy. You can feel fulfilled. You can you can, you can achieve. And I just spray tan, so I'm not going to cry today. But I really, I just truly want you to know what is possible for your life. And that is why I'm here. And that is why I share. And that is why I give to you the way that I do, because I want you to start pouring into yourself and making your life what you desire it to be. So that being said, today, we're going to be talking about 
I have five reminders for you that I believe will truly, truly help you begin to heal your relationship with food. Because if you're new here and this is your first time listening to me, you need to go back and start from the beginning, right? You need to understand what I have overcome because the person that I am today, right, running a multi six figure business, living in a healthy body, having freedom around food, showing up for myself in a way that is consistent. This person who I am right here now today, this is not who I've always been. This is not who I've been for even a quarter of my life, right? It has only been over the last four or five years that I have really begun to dig into who I am and show up in a way that is like blowing my own mind because our potential is limitless. Our potential is limitless, but the problem is we don't believe it for ourselves. And we think that where we are is where we're stuck. And I want to tell you that where you are right now, if you're not happy, you are not stuck. You don't have to continue to sabotage yourself every time that life gets hard. You can learn to deal with and cope through productively the things that happen in your life, because the reality of life is the universe is always going to throw some shit at you to handle, right? The universe is always going to be like, here, take this. Oh, wait. And while we're at it, take this and this too, right? Because things always come in threes. It's like when it rains, it pours. And the reason that I started the journey of really self-growth beyond weight loss was because I was so sick and tired of feeling disappointed in myself. I was so sick and tired of promising myself that Monday was going to be the day that things would change and I would stop using food to cope and I would stop emotionally eating and I would stop binge eating and I would stop hiding and I would stop pretending that everything was okay. I would stop trying to shrink myself as a person, right? I would stop doing those things And I would find the peace and the happiness and the fulfillment that I deserved in my life. That is why I started working on me from the inside out. And I've become uber passionate, like so incredibly passionate about helping women change their perspective, shift the way they think about things so that they can begin to heal from the inside out. Because when you heal from the inside out, everything around you begins to fall into place everything around you begins to fall into place. You think that the food is the problem. You think that the workouts are the problem. You think that fill in the blank is the problem. But I want to shift your perspective to realize you can heal in a way that is different than anything you have tried in the past and your entire life can change. So today I want to share with you a handful of reminders that I think if you keep these present in the forefront of your mind, When it comes to your relationship with food, they're going to help you heal. And I posted this on my Instagram stories yesterday. I mean, I'm sorry. I posted this on my Instagram feed. Well, and in my stories yesterday, this is all over my Instagram. It's inside of my create change community. So if you need these reminders, if you want to screenshot them, go and find them on my socials and screenshot them or write them down, put them in your notes. And when you're struggling with your relationship with food or you're feeling bad or shame or disappointment, reference them and remind yourself of these things, okay? So the first reminder is that you are not a good girl or a bad girl because of what you ate. 
How many times have you eaten something and you make it mean something about who you are as a person? Like, oh, I ate that pizza. I'm so bad. I was so bad today. How many times have you said I was so bad today? Right? Or if you ate really healthy or on your meal plan or on your diet or whatever it is that you're doing, I was so good today. I was such a good girl today. You did good today because of what you ate. We make it mean something about us, but you are not good or bad based off of the food that you are eating. Food is just food. Food is not good or bad. While yes, some foods may be more nutritionally dense than other foods, we have to stop demonizing food because food is not the problem. Food isn't the issue. It's the relationship and the habits around food that we have created that need to be healed, right? It's the going to the cabinet when we've had a bad day or standing in front of the fridge when we're feeling stressed or reaching for the bag of chips and eating the whole thing when your kids are frustrating you or whatever it is that you're in the habit of doing that normal, that familiar, that autopilot thought that you get and you're just reaching for food. That's what needs healing. Food is not the problem. How many people do you know in your life who have a healthy relationship with food, right? And it's, it just seems so simple for them. It's so natural because they haven't created the bad habits that we have created. And I say we because I was a part of this for a really long time. And while I consider myself to be healed, it's an active thing for me, right? Like I know that the habits that were in me for most of my life, they're not dead and gone. I could very easily... Revert back to the old me if I stop being intentional, if I stop being mindful, if I stopped putting in the effort every single day. I truly believe that's why it's so easy for us to slip back into those old habits because they don't die. They just lie dormant inside of us. They're just kind of quiet for a little bit. But then we give in that one day and then we give in again and then we give in again. And before we know it, it's been six months. And there we are sabotaging ourselves for weeks, months, years on end. And we're looking back and we're like, fuck, why am I not where I want to be? Hey, hey, quick interruption from today's episode to remind you that Food Won't Fix the Problem is starting in just four days. On Monday, September 14th, we are getting started. 10-day live coaching program, four live trainings that, of course, are recorded, a 50-plus page PDF workbook, community support from women who understand you. If you are resonating with today's episode and struggle with emotional eating, binge eating, or the limiting self-belief that you are stuck where you are, I truly encourage you get inside of Food Won't Fix a Problem. We're starting in just a few days and you don't want to miss the opportunity to create the change that you desire and you deserve in your life. You can register through the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to today's episode. So please, if you're feeling bad at the end of the day, remind yourself that you are not a good or bad person based off of what you ate. Stop making the food that you put in your mouth mean something about who you are as a person, okay? Reminder number two is that your perfectionism is an excuse. Your perfectionism is an excuse. And this one is hard for people to swallow sometimes because I know myself like in the habit of calling myself a perfectionist and I want everything to be done right and I want to do it all right all the time, 100% of the time, all in, doing it, killing it, crushing it. I want that to be me. You want that to be you. But the reality is we're never going to be perfect. And giving yourself permission to allow one small slip up 
right? And I put that in air quotes because this is the language that I help people get away from, but I know that the, these are terms that you will understand. But allowing one small quote unquote slip up or treat or thing off track or cheat meal or whatever it is that you're calling these foods, allowing that to turn into you eating like the world is coming to an end, right? That's how I used to say about myself, my behaviors were like, I would literally eat like I was never going to eat again. I couldn't eat fast enough. I couldn't eat enough, period. I couldn't get enough. There was never enough to satisfy me. Even when I felt physically sick and full, it still wasn't enough. It still was not enough because the reality is in those moments, and this is what I teach inside of Food Won't Fix a Problem, in those moments, we're not trying to satisfy physical hunger. We're trying to satisfy something else and you cannot satisfy internal emptiness or emotional hunger with food. You can't fill the void with food, but that's what we try and do. So I want you to really remind yourself when you eat that donut for breakfast that you haven't done anything wrong. No one is expecting you to be perfect except for you. So let's give yourself some grace and move on and move on. And at the next meal or the next time you sit down to eat or the next snack that you grab on the go, Make a choice that that feels good. Make a choice that makes you feel good physically, mentally, emotionally, okay? Your perfectionism is an excuse. You're never, ever, ever going to be perfect, so let that go. Reminder number three is that you do not, you do not deserve to feel like shit. This was something that I saw come up so much inside of the last round of Food Won't Fix the Problem and the last round of MBS that I hosted. People saying, I I eat because I deserve it. And I know because I used to do it too. Like I had a really good day or I'm celebrating something. Food, right? Like all the food, all the cake, all the cookies, all the ice cream, all the pizza. Give me all the junk because I deserve it. I deserve it. I earned it. I earned it. Like I did really good. I deserve this. Or I had a really bad day. I deserve this because it's going to make me feel better. But when you tell yourself that overconsuming food because you deserve it, you're pretty much saying that you deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to feel full of guilt and shame and disappointment because in the moment, right, it's really easy to say, I deserve this. But if you can, and this again is what I teach my clients to do, like, Let's look beyond the action and what are the feelings that are on the other side of that behavior. Every time that you turn to food and you emotionally eat and you binge eat and you're standing in front of the refrigerator eating and just in a blackout, like mindless zone, how do you actually feel afterwards? How do you actually feel? You don't feel better. You don't feel better. You feel worse. Is that what you truly deserve? No, of course not. So please remind yourself in the moment where you are trying to justify your overconsumption with I deserve it, think about what you're telling yourself that you actually deserve, okay? Reminder number four is that you choose your behaviors. You choose them. And I know for a number of years, I lived with a victim mentality when it came to food. I felt powerless. I had identified myself as this person 
that was an emotional eater, a binge eater who was controlled by and consumed by thoughts of food, and I was powerless. When that thought came up to just go eat, instant, immediately, I gave in. It wasn't a question. It wasn't a question because this is who I was and I was powerless to it. But that voice in your head telling you to just go and eat, it's not you. And you and your physical body and your physical form, you're the one that gets to choose your behaviors. You choose your thoughts, you choose your behaviors, and those two things are going to determine your future. And every time that you give in to that voice in your head telling you to just go eat, you're only further ingraining the habit that you're trying to break. You have to stop listening. You have to stop listening. And this is what I teach my clients to do. How can we redirect our attention and do something else? Because the the reality is that voice in your head, it will get quieter and it will come up less often. And one day it'll be a whisper. And then one day it just won't be there. Or even if it comes up, you will have the power to say, I don't need to give in to you. And you can move on. It doesn't consume you. It doesn't need to control you. It doesn't need to take over your life. You are not a victim. You choose your behaviors, but passing the blame, right? Playing the victim is so much easier because we then don't have to take responsibility for our lives. We don't have to take responsibility for our behavior. We don't have to take responsibility and say, I am where I am right now because of the way that I'm showing up in my life. And when we take responsibility and then we behave in a way that doesn't feel good, it feels really, really different, right? It feels like shit to say, I'm here because I put myself here. You choose, okay? You get to choose your behaviors. And reminder number five is that food does not fix your problems. Food doesn't fix your problems. As much as you might want it to and as much as in the moment you might feel that brief moment of relief, when you're mindlessly eating to numb whatever you're trying to, to cope with or, or suppress or avoid in your life, it doesn't fix it. When the food is gone, your problems are still there. You can't avoid away the things that come up in your life. We can't pretend that shitty days and negative self-talk and all of these things don't happen. It's not a matter of avoiding them. It's a matter of working through them in a way that is productive and makes you feel good. Let's work through things more quickly rather than turning to the food and making ourselves feel worse. Because then when the food is gone, what are we left with? The problem that we originally had. And then we also have the guilt and the shame and the disappointment that comes with, why did I behave that way around food? Because this isn't who I want to be, right? For many of us, and myself included, we've developed this level of awareness that this isn't who I want to be. I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to turn to food. I don't want to feel powerless. I don't want to be this person. But yet we continue to give in. We continue to give in. And every time that we give in, we're just further ingraining it. So we feel like shit because we're like, why am I like this? Why am I like, why am I this way? can't tell you how many nights I've laid in bed crying. Why am I this way? Locking myself out of the house. Why am I like this? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? But the reality is there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You've just created some really unhealthy habits in your life that you are 100% capable of changing. 100% capable. 
I never imagined I would be where I am or who I am today, but I am. And that for me is proof that anybody who is willing to walk this path and and do the things that are required of them, you are capable of changing too. I've helped over almost 200 women through MBS begin to heal their relationship with food. I have clients who after working with me have been just completely binge free. Does it mean the work is always easy? No, of course not. Of course not. But what do I always say is that hard doesn't mean impossible. You are capable of creating the change that you want to see in your life. And if you don't know how to do it alone, there's nothing wrong with saying, I need help. Can you guide me? If you see somebody who's achieved something that you desire in your life, why are you so afraid to say, can you help me achieve it too? Can you help me achieve it too? There's nothing wrong with hiring a coach or a mentor. And I'm not even saying that it has to be me. Well, yes, I would love to be the person who has the opportunity to help you. Because for me, the fulfillment that comes from my clients telling me I changed their life. It's priceless. It is priceless. But there is nothing wrong with asking somebody who has achieved something that you want to achieve in your life. There is nothing wrong with saying, can you help me? Can you show me the way? Because you deserve to create the change that you desire in your life. And it is possible for you. It's absolutely possible for you. So I hope that in the future, when you're really struggling or feeling down or feeling like you're ready to give in, Think about these reminders, remind yourself, and also encourage yourself and say that, yes, this is hard. Yes, change is hard. Yes, change is uncomfortable. But you have to stop waiting. I have this sitting on my computer monitor right now, a sticky note that I wrote this morning. I just, with the changes that are coming up in my life, it is so easy, right? It's so easy for us to say, I'll do it when, or I'll jump in when, or I'll take the leap when. But the reality is, change is never going to not feel scary. Change is never going to feel completely comfortable. But from my own experience in life, and this is why I'm so confident in making the changes that I'm making coming up in my life, because I know that every single thing that I've done that has been terrifyingly uncomfortable has paid off tenfold. Not monetarily, not weight-wise, but internally the fulfillment of me saying, I fucking went for it. I wanted to achieve it and I went for it. I went for it. Because you can start scared and you can start messy, but you are never going to achieve the change that you want to in your life if you don't start at all. And that voice in your head that's trying to hold you back, that's trying to keep you comfortable... It's not helping you move forward in your life. And if you don't want to look back 5, 10, 15 years from now thinking, oh, goodness, like, where did my life go? Like, I wish I would have done that. Just jump. Just jump. Take the leap of faith. Do the thing that you've been thinking about doing. Do the thing that really fucking scares you. Do the thing that you know can change your life, but you're terrified to do it. Invest in yourself. You're worthy and deserving. You are worthy and deserving. I love you guys so, so much. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Hey, sis, quick, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to thank you truly deeply from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. 
I don't take you for granted. I don't take the opportunity to impact your life lightly. And I wanted to let you know how grateful I am that you're here as a loyal listener to the podcast. If you appreciate what you hear here, if it impacts your life, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review. And I'm going to begin doing something so, so fun. If you leave a rating and review, take a screenshot before you hit submit, before you hit submit, make sure you hear that. Take a screenshot and email it to hello at joinjessicaxo.com. And I'm going to send you a free PDF download that will include some incredible journal prompts for you to begin working through that will help you continue creating the change that you desire in your life. I love you more than you know. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the inspiration coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, head over to joinjessicaxo on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, live today with a grateful heart and remember you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable of creating the life you desire.